Hello, I'm Teresa Puckett, parent guide and harmonizer and founder of Relational Parents, where we take the baffling challenges that we encounter with our children and use them to create more joy and peace in our families. How do we do it? By waking up to our own power to guide and relate to our amazing children. Welcome to the podcast. So happy that you're here today. Hello. I could not resist calling this episode dark energy because if you're like me, you think of the dark side of things as maybe the evil side, the unwanted side. And certainly in Star Wars, it was presented that way, right? Like the force, the dark side of the force, it was evil, unwanted. And it was a little bit mysterious, right? Even though the light side was mysterious too, the dark side was even more mysterious. So that mystery aspect we're gonna keep, but the evil aspect and the unwanted aspect, no. We're going to kick those to the curb today. And I'm gonna use um, an example. It's actually uh, something that I've used in the past too and talked about yin yang. The ancient Chinese symbol of yin yang is a circle with kind of an S shape right in the middle of it, going from end to end of the circle, going from one end of the circle to the other. And it looks to me like two little tadpoles with heads at the opposite ends of the circle. And each tadpole has a smaller circle in what I always imagine to be its eye, like the side of its head. And so the black, uh, there's a black one and a white one, a black tadpole and a white tadpole. And the black one has a white eye and the white one has a black eye. And so those tadpoles represent yin energy and yang energy. And the fact that the white one has the black circle inside and the black one has the white circle inside show that everything has the seed of what would seem to be its opposite, even though it's not really its opposite. It has a seed of everything else inside of it. And so that's a good time to take a breath. So let's do that. Let's take a couple of deep breaths before we dive into this. It's a big topic. You can close your eyes or not. You can put your hands to your heart or your thighs. or maybe your hands are on the steering wheel. (laughs) Okay, in that case, hopefully your eyes aren't closed. So our society, society in general, in most many places on the planet, certainly uh, quote first world countries, highly developed countries, um, whether they're Eastern or Western, I mean, it doesn't really much matter, um, but highly quote developed countries these days really glorify yang energy. And yang energy is faster moving energy. It is 
focused energy. It is in the light because in the light you can see and in the light things are known. So known, clear, light, fast moving. That's yang energy. And yin energy is a slower moving energy. And in sometimes it can look like total stillness. It is more mysterious. It is not one thing. It is not clear and focused. It is all things. It is ever-changing. And since it's all things and ever-changing, it's not, it, it, it won't surprise you maybe to hear that it's sort of, it's unknowable, unknown, unknowable, all things changing all the time. Sounds a little maybe scary, right? I think so too, right? Can be a little scary moving into the unknown, the, the darker energy, slower moving, always changing. And, you know, from, uh, we've evolved and evolved over hundreds of thousands of years. The unknown way back then was like, could have killed us, could have wiped out the species, could have wiped us all out, right? The, I don't know, dinosaurs, the saber-toothed tigers, there were threats, the unknown, we needed to make it known. And so go out there, shed the light, kill the beast, whatever it was. That's young. Today, we don't need to worry as much about saber-toothed tigers and things like that. We're going to go a little bit into yin energy. The thing is, yang is great. Yang is wonderful. But there's a balance that um, that picture, that ancient Chinese picture didn't show like a giant white tadpole next to a teeny tiny little black yin tadpole. They were both there in equal measure. Both are needed. Both have their place. Both live inside of us. And as a, a society in general, we've gotten a little bit or a lot of it out of balance with that, right? People are focusing much more in their yin or in their yang rather and making yin, even though they don't know it, but subconsciously kind of making it wrong. So I'll give you a couple of examples about this. And the reason, there is a reason, stay with me, why we're doing this at this time of year. The examples will tell the story. So yang is the energy of giving. Yin is the energy of receiving. It's wonderful to give, but there is no giving without receiving, right? You've given gifts that you were so happy about and you received so much 
from giving that, from picking it out, from just having the whole experience. You had a wonderful experience from giving it. So that is what you received, right? So when someone really gives with a pure heart, gives, there's always receiving that happens. Yin is the energy of receiving. How many of us, how, how does this go for you? Does how many of your friends is this true for? They're wonderful givers, such giving people, and they have a difficult time receiving. And around holiday time, this can really come up. Have you ever had someone say to you, oh, I don't want you to spend your money on me. Oh, you really, I wish you really didn't do that. Da, 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 whatever, you know, they, they say a lot of different things. At the root of it, though, is that it's difficult for them to receive for some reason. Not everybody's reasons are the same. There are lots of reasons. Difficulty receiving. So you can kind of take whatever you want from this part of it. But I would say if you're listening, likely you're a, a parent, to the extent that your children are of an age where they can even, um, and if they do give you something for the holidays, for New Year's, for whatever, sit with that. Sit with some gratitude for that. Instead of deflecting it, oh, you shouldn't have, I wish you didn't do that. I hope you didn't spend too much. Allow it with gratitude, allow that giving, allow their giving. And by you really allowing that, they will receive. They will receive much more when you express the gratitude freely, when you, maybe you gush a little bit, maybe your eyes light up and you just smile because even if it's not the right color, even if it's not the right size, even if it's not your style, someone thought of you and thought that you would like this, thought this was in some way perfect for you. And maybe in some way it is perfect for you. Maybe in some way it's your opportunity to practice receiving. So receiving is yin energy, okay? The other, the other piece that I wanted to share, especially around this time of the year, and if you are listening to me and you are a woman, then there's a high likelihood that you grew up being socialized to be independent, do things yourself. It was a sign of weakness to ask for help. You should be able to do this. Do you need any help? No, 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 I'm good. I got this. I'm, I'm, per I'm, I'm perfect. I got it. Asking for help is not a sign of weakness. Actually, it can be a sign of strength. 
when we see that we, if we were to do everything ourselves, if we were to wash all of the dishes from the six course meal ourselves, if we were to clean up everything, if we were to wrap everything, if we were to do, do, do everything, we're going to be depleted physically. And what are the chances that we're going to be resentful energetically? Now, can be resentful in a number of ways, but some big ways are you can be resentful that someone around you did not guess, read your mind that you needed help, resentment. You could be resentful of yourself that you didn't think well enough of yourself to ask for help. So asking for help, and I want to give a little bit of um, encouragement and extra support for you here because I was also uh, socialized to, you know, do it, bite the bullet, and you can do anything that a boy can do, and, you know, you have to work harder to be better. Such a load of crap that, you know, we were socialized to with all the best intentions, of course. Everyone had the best of intentions to help us develop things that maybe they weren't able to develop. However, this is where we are now and we have come very far and they have um, allowed us to come further. And when now we find ourselves in a place where at least internally in our heads, we'd be welcoming help. We, and we don't know how to ask, sometimes it can come out in a very, you know, kind of young, more commanding, command and control, like, hey, if you have a second, could you set the table? You know, like, but that energy is not the energy of, um, the energy of really receiving, it's the energy of commanding. So, let me give you another phrase. The phrase is, would you be willing? Would you be willing to set the table right now? Oh, mom, I would love to. I really have to get this assignment in in the next 10 minutes or I'm going to lose points. Oh, okay, sweetie. Okay, no problem. I, I can wait or I'll ask someone else. That's not a problem. Would you be willing to gives them an opportunity to say yes and make it really their choice to do that and give and contribute. Or it gives them an opportunity to say, I, I would love to, but, or I would be willing to do it later or no, I actually can't right now. It gives them an opportunity to choose. And if they choose in the affirmative, then it really feels like a contribution as opposed to a command. So those are my, um, those are my very kind of real life tools, working on being able to receive in terms of a gift and then also receive help and request help 
so request and receive, those are both two, uh, two skills that I think, you know, many of us weren't taught when we were growing up because they, they maybe weren't, um, maybe weren't modeled for us. Um, a lot of other things got uh, modeled real well, but you can start modeling these things for your kids. So as always, would love to hear your thoughts about anything that I've shared here in this episode. And I wish you a wonderful rest of your day and week. Sending my love. Until next time. Bye for now. If you enjoyed this podcast and something resonated for you, I invite you to go get my new free parent energy tuning series. The free series includes 11 video shorts for greater connection with your child. Get it today at relationalparents.org forward slash parent energy tuning.